from JMI Wealth, Andrew Kelleher. Good morning. Morning, Mike. Fisher Paykel, they're still doing the business? They are, but how's them ratings, eh, before we go there? Well, hey, pretty good. Hey, I reckon um, when they look at and they broke them down yesterday, the 6.15 to 6.20 slot. Top slot. Through top the roof. slot. Through they must peak. It peaks. Roof. Listenership peaks. So... Stratospheric. <laughs> anyway, Mike, day 101. Hey, it's Black Friday today before we talk about healthcare. Next week we'll get the read on how retail sales uh, go today. Uh, but I think there's a very good indicator here, Mike. I'm thinking about going to a shop this afternoon. Now, that's a very good sign for retail because I was retail hesitant before COVID came along. So if I'm thinking about going, then it's going to be a great day for you. You've still but... got your high mm. user card at the $2 shop? <laughs> <laughs> look, it's all about being economical, Mike. Okay. Um, but look, amidst the madness, as I always say, the wheels of commerce keep turning. Uh, and we're getting results flowing at the moment. Important material to assess corporate health and Fisher and Paykel Healthcare uh, announced yesterday. And once again, Mike, here we have a good illustration of how it's expectations that deliver outcomes. And for, for healthcare, context is important because we're comparing to 2020. That was the depths of COVID. And it delivered some pretty unique circumstances for this company, uh, generating very high levels of demand for some of their products. So uh, just think about the share price. If we go back to the start of 2020, um, share price around 22 bucks, charged right through to over 35 bucks. This year, it's been bouncing around between sort of 30 and 35 bucks. Anyway, they announced the first half results. Now, revenue and net profit. Now, both declined when compared to last year. But the extent of that decline was not as great as was expected by analysts. So a very tough comparable period last year. So you get higher than expected sales and things like lower freight costs or lower than expected freight costs. So the issue here is consumable products, uh, Mike, because the first half of last year they had heaps of demand from hospitals. So total operating revenue for the first half of the for this financial year, 900 million. Now that's a 1% decline on the previous year. Net profit after tax for the first half, 222 million. And that's only a 2% decline on the previous corresponding period. Now the company had pre-announced the first four months of this period, but there was some expectation that August and September uh, would back off. Well, that didn't happen. So in these circumstances, the market reaction was pretty good. The uh, market was pretty pleased. So we saw a positive share price reaction yesterday, up $1.58. And that, Mike, is a 4.91% gain for one of the bigger companies on the local market. So happy days. That's a good um, news story. Good, good news, news story. story. What about America? What do we know about America? Well, as we talk, Mike, our friends in the U.S. are sitting down to their annual Thanksgiving dinner. I can uh, I can cheerfully report that Kelleher Jr. too is enjoying Southern hospitality in South Carolina as we speak. Nice. And I can tell you that turkey and sweet potato pie are on the menu in Spartanburg, South Carolina. Is, is um, he with Scott McLaughlin? <laughs> well, he's in the same area. He's very close. He's very close. Yes. Um, so they can, but so they can all go off and have a big long weekend, Mike. They do this massive data dump before the break because nobody goes back to work on the Friday, so they have a long weekend. So you get a good kaleidoscope view of the U.S. economy. So here's just a few of the high points. Um, overall sort of takeout of the data available. The U.S. economy is running pretty hot. Consumer spending, household spending rose more than expected. It was better than expected, 1.3% in October from a month earlier. Consumers really benefiting from that very strong labour market over there, not dissimilar to what we're seeing in New Zealand. So we're starting to see consumer spending uh, lift in the services sector. That's the part of the economy that got hit by the pandemic. Jobless claims, this is the one that makes you sit up and notice, Mike. Points to layoffs. You get laid off, you go and make a jobless claim. Drops 71,000 
to 199,000. That is the lowest level, get this, are you sitting down? Lowest level in 52 years. It's the lowest level since 1969, so very strong labour market. Uh, business investment, new orders, seeing further evidence that US companies are investing into machinery and technology because people are hard to find. Uh, but what they call core personal consumption expenditure. Uh, that is the Fed's preferred measure of inflation, 4.1%. That's the highest since the early 90s. So they're getting an inflation problem there too. There you go. Well done. What are the numbers? Well, of course, the US market hasn't traded. So these are the closes from the previous day. 35804 on the Dow. It was down 9. Uh, 4701, uh, that was the S&P 500. That was up 11. And the NASDAQ 15,845 was up 70. I can report the futures, which kept trading, were all in positive territory. FTSE 100, 7310, up 24. Uh, the Nikkei, 29,499, up 196. Shanghai Composites lost 9 in China. 3584, the ASX 200 gained 8 yesterday, 7407. Kiwi market, 12,794 in the NZX50, up 28.22%. Kiwi dollar continues to weaken off, 0.6857 against the US, 0.9537 Aussie, 0.6116 Euro, 0.5146 pounds, 79.08 yen. Gold, $1,789.94. And Brent crude holding on, $82.00. And 27 cents. You have a great weekend, mate. Catch up next week. JMIWealth.co.nz. Andrew Kelleher, brilliant as well as popular.